0: movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters us head cannon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning it's time to take our heads and shoot out of a cannon and shoot them out of a cannon 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 shoot out of a cannon shoot out of a cannon head cannon head cannon hey welcome to head cannon Tonight, we have a, a very special guest, a uh, good friend of ours. I haven't talked to you for a while, man. I'm excited to talk yep. to you. Uh, but we know, Brent and I know you from Comedy Sports in Indianapolis. And uh, yeah, so everybody, welcome our good friend, Chad Woodward. How are you doing this evening? Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey. Hi,
1: hey, hey. Hey. It's yeah. so good to see you. Like, I've, like, this feels very comfortable to me right now and like a yeah. good like a good good way like when you like almost like a like a high school reunion with people you liked
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
2: where it's like as though you never that you were never apart kind of a thing yeah i mean yeah
0: yeah, yeah. when i actually i saw you in person chad a few weeks ago uh oh, oh
1: yeah you saw me at not a good time i was very sick
0: oh were, oh i just yes. saw you you were just sitting outside the theater. I was, like, on my way... In. So I went down to Indianapolis to see uh, Defiance Comedy, the show they were doing, The The Ballad of Blade Stallion, and on my way into the theater, Chad was sitting outside, and I was like, oh, holy shit, fucking Chad Woodward. Uh, and
2: he was, like, hunched over, like, real sick.
0: Well, he was like...
1: Corey's like, are you coming to see the show? I was like, uh, maybe. He goes, well, you you, you better come, it's scary star. Like, I was like... I was very... It was very awkward, so I'm glad that we get to, like, fix redo that because i was like it was, i was like you haven't seen Corey in a while i was very excited to see you on the street and i was in so much pain i was like i just gotta go
0: home, gotta go home. <laughs> well no well because it because it was it was at the indie fringe festival and i when i got downtown to the to mass ave i just went and and got something to eat and got a drink at the bar right next door and then walking from the bar into that theater i ran into like i don't even know eight nine ten different people that i I hadn't seen in years so it was like oh hi oh oh uh casey ross oh hey oh it's tyler Cox or taylor cox and i was like oh it's fucking chat so it was like my whole way into the theater i was just like stumbling over people i had not seen in years you know (laughs) but uh (laughs) but no so what have you been up to you're still in in indianapolis yeah 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 so i uh
1: i just bought a house um in may um, which has been awesome. Um, so, kind of getting that situated, um, just north of downtown. I've uh, been uh, doing um, like I've been trying to get out and do more in, like live improv stuff now that people are actually performing more in the, like in, in, in improv spaces again, which is nice. So, yeah. um, trying to stay busy. I actually start, you know what? I actually just started a side gig um, in Castleton. Uh, there's a, a place that just opened up there last month called Game Show Battle Rooms, okay. where you basically, basically, yeah. it, it has, like, all the stuff in there to play, like, Family Feud, blah, 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 And they so you yeah. just go in and host these, like, families that are just, like, hanging there for, like, family get-togethers or, like, That's corporate awesome. events or whatever. And you fun. just, like, walk them through Prices Right games and stuff. <laughs> but it's, like, an, an hour of your time to do that. Uh, they can buy as much alcohol as I want. So that's also really fun because I just get a little rowdy. And then, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's been really fun and it, I get to kind of make my own schedule. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm available this weekend. I'm not available that weekend, that kind of thing. So actually I have, I have three of those on Saturday. This What's Saturday's. that place called again? It's called game show battle room.
0: Game show battle. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there's like two different rooms. Like one room is like old school, like family feud prices, right wheel of fortune the other room is called like the primetime room and it's more like uh match game family feud and like uh minute to win it kind of games those kinds of things so like one's like a physical room one's like a thinky room so but they're pretty fun they're, it's yeah. been a lot of fun people really like dig it um they like all, you know they kind of really went all out on like the lights and set pieces and stuff like that so it's like it does feel like you're like in a game little mini game show for yourself and your family so is it during the day at all yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because my my work, we do like professional
0: developments and stuff. I think that'd be freaking awesome. awesome. Totally awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah totally. That'd be. A, I. <laughs> this, just, this just. I. I don't. I, I. This. This sounds perfect for uh, Daryl Hollenquist, right? Absolutely. Because well, we've yeah. been. i a, a, a friend of mine is doing. She's doing a sketch show in the fall, and so I've been. I wrote some sketches for her, and we've been going over. But one sketch is like it's like a family feud sketch. Uh, and man, Daryl's Steve Harvey is like spot on. It's so good. (laughs) It's (laughs) so good. (laughs)
1: You know, if if you have done any sort of improv hosting or any sort of like comedy sports, you know, if you like refed or hosted a show, it is it is so. It's just that. Yeah, it's just that. Except not, you know, like eighty percent of the things you say you have to are kind of scripted. You know, because it's just like what we explain the rules of the game and then like interact with people. Like it's, it's so easy. Um, and when they, they brought trainers in from out of town and they were both people from comedy sports, Twin Cities. I was like, I know, I know you guys. Like,
0: we're in. like Right. We're already connected in the network.
1: Totally. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I mean, they were just like, this is such a good gig. Cause it's the it pays pretty well. You can get to, or you, you tend to get tips off every show nice. and you, it's just you basically it's just you and like one tech person so like i keep i kind of kept referring to as like uh team team building but like it's also anytime fitness so like you kind (laughs) of pop in do a show and leave like it's (laughs) like you know if there's nothing else scheduled there's nothing else to do it's very very cool like that so
0: huh and uh, are you still doing stuff with comedy sports indianapolis because they just got a new venue right or uh yeah yeah Yeah,
1: they did yeah (laughs) so they um just announced that a couple weeks ago so that old um Old books and brews over by the university of indianapolis like the, yeah. the and the space is so nice inside is i was it? just like it's gonna be like perfect you know what i mean throw up a couple walls like there'll actually be like a bar that nice. you can be at that is not in the showroom you know what i mean like right. you actually go like be in like a bar area with like yeah. and if it was like nice enough they can open that garage door that's on that side of the building and have like outdoor seating too
0: like oh, it'll man. be really cool yeah, I have to come down and check that check that out once they get that. Cause yeah, I, yeah that sounds awesome. I'm so, I'm so happy that they they got another venue going. You know,
1: yeah, because it was like I don't. I mean, you know, I like know those guys like
0: the owners of that like on a friendship level. They're just like there's just nothing. Yeah,
1: available right now. Like it, nothing of like nothing any good. You know what I mean? That you wouldn't have to put like a ton of work or money into to and that place yeah. just happened to be available.
0: So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. What, I want to ask you because Brent noticed. Uh, Brent mentioned that you look like you have a proper like YouTuber kind of background. There, you've got a you've got a, yeah. a, a very uh, aesthetic My, setup there.
2: Yeah, I'm st- I'm still in just the only audio. Like if you if you're listening, you can't see it, but like there's like laundry hanging up. <laughs> or, like, you have, like you have like cool LEDs, you have, like a of a, a, like a pinkish, almost purplish, purplish.
0: You yeah, yeah. i think uh, is that that's referred school. to as, as bisexual lighting right the pinks and the purples
1: <laughs> yes by visibility for sure yeah. so um uh, so they're uh part of like my like streaming setup for twitch yeah. so um actually there is like a there's like a channel point redemption on the channels like you can you earn points for watching so you like change the colors like they usually like people that are watching can change the colors because it's all Wi-Fi controlled which is really really cool so oh whoa <laughs> um, that's amazing yeah. yeah but like all this like all this junk behind me that you know I know you're, if you're just listening you can't see anything of course but like all this stuff is like charity I've been doing like charity streaming quite a bit like raising money for different charities so these are all like little little mm-hmm. nicks name like people names for people that help donate to this that and the other or, or things that came from a charity which is really really cool so it's been a lot of fun to like kind of decorate these like kind of odd little spaces here in the basement and have like a little, uh, streaming room. You know? yeah. What games do you play? Oh man. I play a lot of variety of games. I play, I've been playing a lot of like, um, like simulation kind of games. So I played like Stardew Valley. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's like mm-hmm. a farming, it's like a farming sim kind of game. Um, play a lot of play lot, like Fortnite on stream as well. Cause it's super popular right now. Um, I like to play a lot of, like, indie horror games as well. So, like, because I get really scared really easily. So, that <laughs> yeah. tends to be good for viewership because yeah. <laughs> they like to watch me lose my mind a little bit. So, Those, that's cool.
0: Yeah, horror games are really... Because, I'm man, I, 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 I played video games all the time when I was a kid. But I just, like, as I've gotten older, I just... And I've had times where, like, I started... Because we got gaming systems for our kids. Like, we've got a Switch. We got a PlayStation 3, I think. And so, there have been... Like, I started... Uh, Alien Isolation, and I played that for a while, and <sighs> and I started uh, Red Dead Redemption. But once, at, like after a week or two, I'm sitting there with a the controller in my hand. And I'm like, man, oh, there are scripts I want to be writing. There, like this this thing always creeps up in my mind where I'm like, I feel like there are thing other things that I should be doing, and I I, I just like physically can't, like I, I I can't play games for very long before like I maybe have, you need to start a Twitch. I have to put them down. Yeah, you should do the Twitch thing, Corey. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah, <laughs> that
2: would that would, wouldn't that be the perfect? That would
0: be like, oh, I'm 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 doing something productive. Right, I'm playing video games and also being productive at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I I think that big I think that big thing is like, I was playing a, I was playing a lot of like PS4 before COVID, and mm. I got this gaming PC um, as just kind of like a way to like have some other stuff to do and. Uh, yeah, I, I met some, you know, I met some friends and like different groups and like they, you know, kind of pointed me here because I really wasn't didn't watch anybody on Twitch or anything like that or I didn't watch really anybody played stream video game stuff. Um, but I was like, oh, this is like a really cool outlet to just be able to like hang out with people. And literally, I was like, well, we're not really doing anything else. We can't leave the house, so I was like, I guess I can just sit here and like hang out and vibe and.
2: Play video games. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. After kids were born, I I would only play them like on my phone, like when I had the spare time. But as soon as like like it was like day three of lockdown, I had my only like smart idea the whole time. (laughs) I bought an Xbox. I was like, we're not going to be driving a whole lot. Like, this is a totally, like, financially responsible, like, purchase. Like,
0: right. You're saving gas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have, have an
2: outlet for just, like, playing something fun. And I totally did. And, like, all through the lockdown, I played, I played um like, survival genre games.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's, there's some good ones, like um, 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 Stranded Deep, it's called. It's where, like, you're on an island. You start off with, like, a rock. You build yourself up to, like, and then you get a boat to go to other islands. And then there's another one that's amazing called The Long Dark. And and that and that's where um, your plane has crashed because of like a, uh, 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 a, a, a some sort of like solar flare has happened. So everyone's <laughs> dead but you, and you're just alone <laughs> in, in in Alaska. And there's just like wolves and there's bears and there's deer and that's like it. And, and you and you just sort of survive. That
1: that what up, you, I like that your brain said. I should play games about the immortal death that is outside of my home right now. Like the things, <laughs> like the things that will just be here to kill me. I'm gonna play games that are far worse than that <laughs> to like take right. my mind off of it.
0: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. COVID ain't shit when you're getting attacked by wolves in fucking Alaska right. every night. You're like, yeah, COVID. Whatever. It is,
2: it is the most. It was the most relaxing thing because it's like a landscape of like just just nature. Mm. And you're walking through the snow, and it was it was just very relaxing, even though you're doing something very terrifying, which is surviving. <laughs> Well,
1: I, I played a couple games, these are all PC games, but um, there's a game called Raft that you just are like on a crappy little raft and you like collect, you basically like collect trash out of the ocean you and have build, the hook. build like stuff. You have, like, a
0: little hook. You, you like, have to decide, is, is it like, do you, want, do you want to drink the salt water or do you drink your own pee? You <laughs> drink, so like you
1: drink the salt water at first until you start, like, until like you collect enough stuff to like make like a water filter and things like that so
2: <laughs> and then she like but... the
1: kissing into it I well no but I wish <laughs> <laughs> uh I played that and then I also played a game called the forest you familiar with this game mm-hmm. yes that's very similar to what I was talking about yes it's, 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 except it's better, uh, except cannibals yeah so oh, like, yeah, yeah. you're you're playing crash lands and you have to like you start like finding like rocks and building little shelters and stuff like that and all of a sudden these little like cannibals kind of just appear and they like and they come out at night they like so they come out at night and it's really dark in the game like you can't see unless you have fire or something with you and so you just hear like like these like like little like weird like (laughs) <laughs> kind of tribal talking i don't know what yeah. it, it's a better way to say it but like it's so fucking scary and you're like and you've got like a i don't know i think you've got like an axe from the plane or something like that like a little like tiny little axe or something that you have you have to try to find other weapons but to do that you have to go down into the caves because basically what happened you, you i'm not, it's not really giving anything away but you basically find that like the cannibals took took other people like not everybody from the plane died immediately so they like took people away mm-hmm. so like their stuff is down in the cave so like you can go down there and find like f- like flashlights and things like that but you go down to this like pitch black cave where little things are just like
0: <laughs>
1: like <laughs> just like waiting for you it's so <laughs> I, like it.
0: I i I, like I, I love watching uh you know since this is a, a horror movie podcast uh I, the horror genre of video games are like incredibly interesting to me i love like i i don't play video games much at all anymore but i I like watching videos of like those games where like things jump out at you and and you get those jump scares or what's isn't there one now where you can like you can play a survivor trying to escape but you could also be like jason Voorhees or like leatherface or you're you're basically a a killer like stalking people that's a good
1: idea yeah, it's called Dead by Daylight. It's, like, okay. super, super huge, um, super popular on yeah. Twitch, but it's, like, you're, like, four people that are trying to get out, <clears throat> and you're getting hunted by, like, Freddy Krueger, or, like, all these, like, there's a couple, you know, there's, like, Ghostface from Scream and things like that that are in there, you know, so yeah. you can either play as the killer or as the survivors, but um, there's also a Friday 13th, which is his own thing, which is also really fun, because it's just, like... You're just six campers and here comes and like a seventh person can be jason so like okay you're trying to get you're trying to like restart your car so you can get the hell out of there like jason can just like stalk you and teleport around and it's <laughs> it's pretty fun I see. see i think that genre definitely came out i mean they were probably
2: working on things like that before before pandemic if we could throw that in there net a little bit but like once it hit like those types of games were really freaking popular amongst people who were just like at home wanting to hang out with friends. Like what's that one called like werewolf where like, you don't know which mm. one's the werewolf or even like oh, yeah. the game I think was popular before, but it became ultra popular. was like among us became real big Oh yeah, because yeah. You, you could like, you could Facebook time, you could FaceTime with people and then play it at the same time. And then like discuss who the killer is and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a, a, another game called first class trouble and you're,
1: um, you're, uh, like socialites on a spate like a spaceship in outer space okay. and, like in the future and so it's that same kind of concept where two people on it are aliens you try to figure out who they are um uh, and you're doing little, doing little tasks and things together um the aliens are trying to to murder everybody but it's got a lot of it's got a very like uh 1920s steampunky kind of vibe to it too so there's a lot of like <laughs> like music in the background all the time and you're like trying to murder each other it's it's pretty
0: fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I I uh, there were, I had Fortnite on my phone for for a period of time, but then they there was a weird thing between Fortnite and Apple where Apple was like <laughs> they were like no we're Fort like, like they kicked Fortnite out of the Apple store, and I don't know I don't know if they've resolved that or not. I haven't looked into it in a couple of years, but
1: I don't either. I I just remember they were like, they're like we're not gonna. Or they basically they were like, We're not gonna pay this fee for you to use. like like basically they weren't gonna pay Apple's fee anymore. And Apple was like, Alright, bye and they like just deleted them from the Yeah app store, which is pretty funny. You're right,
2: you can't get Fortnite on the Apple phone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. So. Or the
2: iPhone, the, the Apple phone, the
0: Apple, yeah, because <laughs> there was a period of time where I did. I you did, hold your
2: hand up, it's you have got a friggin'
0: Apple in your hand. And you're like <laughs> so <laughs> far behind the iPad
2: technology. You're like my Apple phone. <laughs> Channel my inner Raffy, my banana phone.
0: <laughs> but I, I love how like realistic games are getting, and the and the. uh just the minutiae of like having to like farm things and like, you know, you start with a stone and then you've got to work your way up to, cause my, my kid, my son loves Minecraft. Right. And, and so I feel like that's a very, there are lots of variations on a, on a familiar theme of like starting with nothing and then having to build your way up, you know, but I like to imagine somewhere there's somebody playing a video game where it's like, okay, I've got these two podcasters and you have to like slowly build, It's a a podcast called Headcanon, and you have to, like, try to slowly build this podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's real meta. Is that your headcanon about our podcast?
0: Yeah, that's... (laughs) Yeah, my headcanon is that this is just a simulation. Actually, I've thought a lot about the... I love the simulation theory, and I I came to the conclusion a long time ago that even if this is some kind of simulation, it doesn't matter. It's totally irrelevant to my life, right? Like whether, whether we exist in a universe that is like totally random and science-based or whether there's some type of intelligent creator, which I have a hard time believing or whether we're in some kind of like high-tech simulation, like an ancestor simulation of some far more advanced civilization, it doesn't fucking matter to me. It's all the same to me, right? Like doesn't affect my life. You know
2: and dude, if you woke up and that would suck, yeah. <laughs> there's no way that whatever's out there is better than this. You know, don't wake me up, not gonna be better,
0: right?
2: Like, I'm not gonna wake up from the simulation and be in like the Marriott, right? You know, the, the robots didn't choose that as the actual reality,
0: right? wake up here you're uh we got you a tray of uh you know pedophores and caviar and shit you know go to town right.
1: <laughs> no if you wait if you wake up it's 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 absolutely worse
0: yeah <laughs> gotta be gotta be oh
1: yeah <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> i gotta tell you so this is a horror horror podcast um i did a saw themed escape room the other night oh, in vegas in so takes- I just got back from Las Vegas. Yo, tell it us was about this. So cool. Yeah. So they I got these bought these tickets. We we'd seen it advertised and we were like, let's just do it. Like, let's just randomly go. So Saturday night we went, we did like the 10 o'clock slot. Um you, you get paired with other people, but like so we're like over there. So if I don't know if you're familiar with Las Vegas, but Las Vegas is like the strip, there's all these things, blah 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 blah. And then like two blocks over is just strip clubs and factories. Like it's just like,
0: (laughs) right. Right. Go
1: super industrial real fast. And this was (laughs) over in that kind of area. Right. So we're driving past strip
0: strip clubs slash factories where you've got strippers taking clothes off. While while they're they're running like yes. industrial yes. machines, There's, they're like yeah. hand sti- They're on the
1: pole but stitching.
2: as <laughs> yeah. well, like, like the things. pole is spinning. The pole is spinning and it's turning machines to like textiles. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like a what? Uh,
1: like a um, spinning wheel, but it's a like pole. <laughs> um, so we're like, where is this place at? And like, it's not very well advertised. And there was like a little pizza place next door, and then finally um there's a security guard outside and he's like uh he's like you pro-, he's like you want to come here which was already like it's weird yeah and so we get there and it's like it says and it's this is why it was really cool so it's like it says like egan meat processing plant so they built it in an old like they built it in an old meat processing
0: plant oh, which is okay cool. yeah. built this
1: escape room. and so we get there and we're like, is this the escape room? And the security guard's like, uh this is the meat plant tour and I was like, What? <laughs> so they like let us in there and like you watch this like video and it's like, um, hey, we're you know, we're really proud of blah 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 blah. They're like, We can't wait to take you on the tour and like as soon as you walk into the room, like, the door shuts behind you, and you're, like, you know, like, you're in the thing. Uh, and so, uh, but, yeah, it was, like, you know, like, a jigsaw voice that was, like, you, you're you're all committed sins. You're all going to pay. Uh, well, we went in one room, and they were basically, like, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, like, one, it was, like, because we, there were the four of us. and So, it was, like, someone needs to leap, or it was, it was like, someone needs to leap, somebody needs to crawl, somebody needs to uh stick there somebody needs to place their hand deep and somebody needs because like, you to like put your hand down in a meat grinder that was like didn't work and like pull out oh, the gross. clue or whatever oh my god yeah. oh, man. but my thing that i had to do was go in this deep freeze and like like so i had to like pull my like i had to close myself in a deep freezer which was kind of weird
0: was it actually I, cold it was like cold
1: no it wasn't it wasn't cold oh, right okay now, but, okay um so i pull it close pulling it close activates this blue light behind me like show me whatever clue there was somebody in there
2: <laughs> and, no. and
1: they they end up being your tour guide slash person your other person you're trapped with but he well, was behind, like a dude like, in character
2: or something yeah like, yeah
1: that <laughs> he's like he's the entire time and he like just kind of helps helps you like solve clues and stuff right. like that so like you know if you can't figure it out but he came out and was like whoa and i was like i if I, you know the Flanders scream that like real high pitch, like it was that because <laughs> at no point did my brain think,
2: oh, like the help, I was like, oh, the helpers like any other escape room. They're going to be like on an intercom or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there
1: was going to be an actual person with this. You're like, vegans then, are going to murder me.
2: <laughs> and so
1: like, so you you know, we go through like five or six rooms of puzzles or whatever. And then finally, like, and so we're in this like last room solving puzzles. And all of a sudden I hear that guy scream behind us and you see the pig lady like drag him off <laughs> the, pig which lady. is terrifying
0: that sounds and then, terrifying. so you're like
1: so then we move into the next room and the next room is like the saw like bathroom right like the scene from the bathroom and that guy is like chained in there <laughs> and then Jigsaw's basically like the only way that you can get out he's like you all get out or none of you get out basically so you had to like solve all these puzzles to find the key to the lock on his foot and I think what happens is if you solve it, he unlocks, you all get out safe.
0: Uh-huh.
1: If you don't solve it, I think he like does something to like break, like break his foot or something. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure how they would do it. I would have. I would love to know what happens when you don't solve it, because because they were basically yeah. like, yeah, basically if you don't if you don't do it, he has to make a sacrifice for you. Like he <laughs> dies and you all get out.
0: Right. That's wild. That is so
1: cool. you know, <laughs> But it was like. It was mostly escape room, but man, it was also haunted house. It was so like, nobody touched you or anything like that, but it was, my adrenaline was pumping. (laughs) You know, because then you like, you like solve a puzzle and then you get like, you know, they blow air in your face or something like that to like, you know, just enough to be like, "Ah!" (laughs) especially when that person like jumped out from behind like a fake dead body. I was like, what did we sign up for? Because I
0: there's not like
1: pictures really or anything that you could like look at. It was, it was, yeah awesome I was, and they were like you should come back we have a Blair Witch one which I assume is going to be just a bunch of you walking around in like fake woods or like looking for clues yeah, out like, you fun. know but I was like that would be really awesome too and he told me that they are in the process they won't have it done this year but next year they'll have like a whole it it themed nice escape room too I was like was it the size of a awesome. normal one that you would go to an in indie or I'm picturing something much it bigger. was it was bigger it was totally oh. bigger because they repurposed this old factory so like yeah. they like you know like all this like you know so there was like all these old meat grinders and stuff in there <laughs> from like being a meat processing plant so they were like cleaned and then they had like fake blood and stuff in there and like you'd like stick your hand like
0: that's wild at one
1: point i at one point i had to stick my hand down in like a a, a garbage disposal to like pull out a clue and i was like I know this isn't real. I know this isn't real, but my brain was like, "You're gonna lose your fingers." <laughs> You're gonna lose your fingers. I know. I was like, I know this isn't real. Yeah. But, I, but and as soon as I like grabbed it, something made it go like make a noise, like and <laughs> I I screamed, and my buddy that was with me, he like he kind of did like a ha, ah, you know, like to kind of get me. But that happened as the same thing as that. My fight or flight kicked
0: in, and I looked, turned around, and I was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, so.
1: Like <laughs> ang- I was like rage for a second where I was just like this isn't real, none of this is
0: real. He was being funny. None of this is <laughs> you are
1: not gonna die today.
0: I was so right. Was like, so and weird. then I beat my friend into a bloody pulp. <laughs> I know. It was that moment where I was like I'm about to throw hands right now. Yeah. Well no, well there was I, I think,
2: think it's I- so smart is if they split you up. It was so big that you, they could even like like separate you out of your group. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I've never heard about good. that before.
1: You could do a, um, there was like one puzzle where, where we had to get this little like laser light to like shine on a mirror kind of thing. But we, we all had to like have our, like be wrapped around each other. Like you had to have like four different hands to like move the thing. So the laser light was like in the right, you would go in the right direction. I thought that was really cool. There was like a couple of different things where like you had to be in a completely other room, like around the way. And you were like shouting each other what you see so they could like puzzle solve. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty
2: awesome. I, I had a really good time. But I, the, the, I, t- the turnaround must be really long, then. Like, if it's a really big place, you said there are only four of you. Yeah, it's just an hour.
1: It's only an hour oh. long. It's still an hour. Only. I mean, I think like each room's got a timer in it, and I think that they um, they just say like, "Oh, you know, this is where." This is all the further that we can, you know, you can do, and like if you don't, if you don't solve the room, like the door just auto unlocks, so you can keep going, that kind of thing. So. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so you definitely are going to get. But there's there's places all over there that there's they're like if if at any point you get like too freaked out or anything like that, there's these doors everywhere that say game over, and you just walk through those and you leave. Like, but that way, like the group doesn't get screwed over if one person freaks out, you know, because like. There was like, uh, there's like, really, uh, I don't know if I explain it. There were like these like sewer looking great things, and you had to get up inside them and look at like up above, but you had to like climb inside this like little cage thing. and I was like, like enough that it would trigger your uh claustrophobia, probably. Like, if you, you know, and I was like, what the hell do we get ourselves into? But it was really cool. <laughs> like, I was like, I would absolutely do any of the mm-hmm. other ones again because mm-hmm. that was just really cool, a different experience. So,
0: yeah. That's a, no, I think I, – I know I mentioned this to Britt before. I might have – I think I maybe talked about this on the podcast, but I think maybe it got cut from the episode. But uh, but a few months ago for my daughter's birthday, she wanted to go to an escape room. And so we went to this one up here. And it was, it was fairly simple, but I, I, we came to realize that it was like three rooms that you have to get through. And so the, oh, yeah. the, the way the rules are supposed to work is you get – you work through it and then when you ask for help – the guy over the intercom will, like, offer you help, right? <laughs> well, so we, we really didn't ask for help. And so we solved the first room in about half an hour. of, And, and our, our, our time was an hour, right? So it took us about half the time just to get through the first room. But we we worked it all out ourselves, and it was a lot of fun, right? So by the time we got to the second room the guy running the thing, this guy named Dave, he he started just like barking orders at us. And he was like, you go grab that thing, put it over there, do this, take this. And so the second half of our experience was, I think he was like, oh, if I don't walk them through this, they're not going to get, they're not going to win. And I would have rather done it ourselves and lost rather than yeah, like that's weird yeah and and so this guy so it's like a family joke now this guy fucking dave he was just like you do this do this grab that pick that and we we're like okay it was just like half an hour of us just like walking around following orders and i was yeah. like <laughs> okay dave yeah chill. <laughs> yeah thanks dave but his
1: yeah, birthday
0: day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so then, so then it was like a running joke where he was with us for the rest of the birthday, and like even I was as I was driving, it was like Dave would be like, "Turn left here. Now turn right. Now you know." So it's like, <laughs> Dave is always with us, like telling us what to do. In <laughs> Dave is always with
1: us. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so, Chad, I do want to get to the movie we're talking about, which the movie. I'm excited to talk about this movie for a lot of reasons. Uh, the first thing is, typically our episodes have about a two month turnaround. We usually record our episodes about two months in advance, um, but this episode is going to come out in two days on Wednesday. I'm two go- days. Two days. I'm going to immediately turn it around because Hocus Pocus Two is coming That's out right. on Friday. 30th. Right. Yeah, yeah, on Disney Plus. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about ho- the original Hocus Pocus. 1993 version
1: tonight so so good and also not good at all
0: (laughs) it's it's both yeah it's i love it i i watched this as a kid and it's one of those things where maybe it's so nostalgic that like it's hard for me to see the flaws in the movie like i understand probably why it has like some like harsh criticism and low scores but at this point in my life it's hard for me to see that just because i love it so much you know
1: oh yeah people are like it's not a good movie and i'm like yeah i know
0: yeah <laughs> I, I love it but it's so great
1: <laughs> like i'm gonna say something controversial right now
0: uh-huh. okay. i don't
1: i don't think the princess bride is a great movie
2: like personally. whoa <laughs> like
0: i i get
1: why people like it though but right are we gonna look at it objectively and be like is this a good or bad movie or are we gonna be like you know what i mean like can we just enjoy a thing like
0: <laughs> right not dig it yeah, yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: sorry sorry if you lose uh, any listeners
0: over that but i i'd
1: I have to speak my truth oh
0: we went we went from 12 listeners down to 11 god damn no! it <laughs> yeah. but but no yeah th- but i love i man i watched this movie when i was a kid and uh just because I'll, I'll mention this off the bat uh billy butcherson the guy who plays billy butcherson is doug jones uh who's also been on our podcast we had him if you go back many episodes ago, uh, we interviewed Doug Jones, who he's done all kinds of stuff with Guillermo del Toro. He was, what else did he do? He was in Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth, The Shape of Water. Uh, he was the Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four. He's in Star Trek Discovery, right? As as Captain Saru or whatever. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we love Doug Jones and Doug Jones has been on the show. So there's a always a soft spot for Doug Jones.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I read something. I think it was, I think it was an IMDb little trivia thing where I was talking about like when he finally talks at the end.
0: When he cuts his mouth open.
2: Yeah, he cuts his mouth open. They created like a (laughs) pouch that he had to hold in his mouth. Right. And that would hold actual moths. Right. Mm -hmm. And so right before they began shooting the scene, someone would shove the moths in there and then like rush out of frame.
1: (laughs) And then he would do it.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was not like there's no CGI to that at all. Like it was literally, like dirt and bugs in his mouth <laughs> coming yeah, out of his mouth. Yeah, that's Practical
0: effects. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the way he got involved with, and this is all you know, in, in the in the interview we did with him, but he's talking about the way he got involved with Guillermo del Toro, which he you know they did Hellboy together, Pan's Labyrinth, The Shape of Water, is Guillermo uh, del Toro had filmed a movie called Mimic up in Canada, and they had pretty much finished the movie and then they were like they were looking back they were editing the movie and they were like oh we've got to do some some reshoots there's some stuff we need to shoot over and they were like oh, it's going to be too much trouble to go back to canada or to bring that canadian actor back down here <laughs> so they were like who like how do we do this so they ended up like last minute bringing doug jones in to play the creature in the movie mimic for their reshoots and that kind of like spawned his relationship with guillermo del toro which is you know that's a lot of stuff Doug Jones has done since then, is movies with Guillermo. So, yeah, which I, I I find interesting. But, but no, this movie, man. I like I said, like you know, it's so it's so nostalgic for what I just remember watching this as a kid, and then going back. Like there are so many, like even at the very beginning where they're just like throwing dead man's dead man's toes at each other. You know, the three witches. <laughs> 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 And then and then you yeah, cut to the kind of you Stooges
2: cut, vibe from the sisters, right?
0: Like, what's oh, for
2: sure. Yeah. Even even um, not. Oh, what's? Oh, shit. I can, um, yeah. cat uh, uh, Mary, the,
0: the character Mary. Yeah. Kathy this, and this, the Jimmy. Just like like a sort of like weird lip thing. Yeah.
1: Like she's got that uh, very, cur- very curly esque, if you will, like just kind of. Yes. Just, like, yeah that sideways mouth thing. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So but, good. Like so an, good. A, an exaggerated Drew Barrymore almost, you know?
2: Right. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <Most laughs> like, yeah.
0: No, the yeah. the witches yeah. are all fun. I mean, but you know, Bette Midler is the main witch, um, you know, and then Kathy and Jimmy, and then you've got, and I, and it was funny cause I was watching this with my, I just had it on in the living room. My son ended up watching it with me and, uh, and we got, you know, a good way through the movie and he was talking about, sarah sanderson sister sarah played by sarah jessica parker and he was like he was like dad he was like that girl is really pretty and i think i definitely have a crush on her you know and i was like i was like i did too buddy i 10 i remember 10 year old me i did too (laughs) i i would
1: tell you right now if you had asked me five years ago who that third sister is i would not have as much as i like this movie my brain did not click that that
0: was the sarah jessica parker like that that was like an early role for her and my brain just did never register that i was just like oh no like it's just a fun blonde lady like (laughs) i don't know i
1: forgot i forgot how much they sexualized her
2: yeah oh yeah there is a lot of like innuendo in this movie like
0: Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and it was a, it was a bit ocu- awkward when she's doing it. Like, it fits with the character. It fits with the story. Yeah. But you think of, like, Sarah Jessica Parker, whatever age she was, and she's, like, flirting with these young boys, whatever age they were. And you're like, oh, man, like, that – I don't know. It kind of feels awkward a little bit, you know? Yeah.
2: Max, like I- – Max like triggers the the fire like the, the fire extinguishers, and she's like in the biggest bukkake like weird
0: like thing ever like just letting it rain on her with her mouth open. It's so <laughs> gross and weird and
1: funny. <laughs> oh yeah, she's just like literally like lapping out the water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the scene the scene where they're like with Satan when they like go in that guy's house yeah is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Oh, I love it. Yeah
1: she's like flirting with him and like that and the bus driver scene too where he's like trying to be like
0: kids i do (laughs) i was gonna say i love like he's gonna get a kid yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. well he peoples up and he's like he says oh bubble bubble i'm in trouble You know, and then and then he's like, I, "I can take you wherever. I can get you whatever you desire." And they're like, "They're like, we want children." And he's like, "Well, it might take me a couple times, but okay, you know." <laughs> yeah, and I would have been like, and I, and I, as a kid, I would have was like, "Yeah, I don't know what that means." Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun thing about watching shit from when I was a kid. I was like, so much of this just like sailed over my head, you know.
1: Oh yeah, and <laughs> I. You know, I I have never really looked into like the history of this movie, but it is like, how did they all come together? You know, how did this try like trio of, of right. women come together to make this film, you know, like, like who's, who got Bette Miller to commit to this role? You know? Yeah. Cause even by like 1993 standards, not the most challenging piece. And maybe, maybe Bet needed some money, you know, <laughs> but it's like,
0: Maybe, well, you know, I did I didn't, I didn't get a chance to read a lot on this, but I think for the other two, Sarah, Jessica Parker and, and Kathy and Jimmy, I think at that, they were just at a point in their career where they're just like looking for roles, looking for stuff to do. Right. But, yeah, um, yeah. but I did read that, that Bette Midler, the fact that when she found this project and she was really interested in it was when it took off and kind of when it, when it got underway and she did, uh, she was quoted as saying that this is the most fun she's had at any point in her career up till now, so I, uh, I almost feel like like she was pretty accomplished. Like B- Bette Midler was a superstar at this point, so I almost feel like this was for her just like a fun project she wanted to do, and she just had a blast doing it. You know, you could
2: super tell with like just the energy between the, the three the three witches. They're, yeah. they're 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 like in they're like gelling together very well. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're bouncing jokes off each other just perfectly. In fact, they even have that like weird walk. Almost like oh. a pirate.
0: <laughs> they are like walking in sync. Yeah, <laughs> in sync.
2: Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, I bet they had a blast, and I bet you that movie wouldn't have even like seen the light of day without Bettman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, her. You yeah. said it came out late. Like she got on board later.
0: Well, it I, it had been under because the who one of the guys who uh like came up with the concept. He had been bouncing it around for a while. And then Mick Garris is one of the main writers, which he's, I I love Mick Garris. He's done a lot of, um, Stephen King adaptations. Like he directed Sleepwalkers, Riding the Bullet, the TV version of The Shining, Desperation, Quicksilver Highway, Bag of Bones. Like he's done all kinds of stuff. But so this, this script was bouncing around for a while. I think it was a little darker at first. And from what I read, it was like, Somehow Bette Midler came across it and was like, "Oh, I'm interested in this project." And that's when Disney was like, "Oh, now we're really gonna like give this the green light and get it underway." Was when Bette Midler became attached to it. Okay. So.
2: Yeah, I wonder like it's because like I understand Bette Midler, but like the other two ladies, I mean, they're perfect for it, of course. But it almost seems like
0: I wonder who, who else auditioned for it. You know, who else could have been one of the other two? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. I, the only yeah. other, the only thing I did read was that Leonardo DiCaprio was offered the role of Max, the boy in this, and he turned it down to do What's Eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> so. Yeah. Probably
2: the better choice. The
0: yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because that kid, he's, he, I feel like he was in other stuff from like when I was around that age, which I was like 11, I think when Hocus Pocus came out. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I, I could be
1: wrong. I actually don't think so. I think this is the only thing that that kid ever did.
0: <laughs> really? Because I,
1: I feel like... like last year I we were like, I was doing like a pumpkin carving thing with some people and I was like uh, we were like looking up like uh, the, um, the two bullies to see if they were still like
0: <laughs> acting. <laughs> oh, you know, know oh the words. bullies. Yeah. The fucking yeah, bullies, yeah.
2: You're <laughs> right, Chad. He's not I mean his IMDb picture is him from, like, Hocus Pocus age. <laughs> we
0: were, here, here's the, the, the,
2: the, okay, here's... The, oh, actually, this is how I know him, guys. Is, is uh, Okay, I don't know him from this, but his second credit is Dallas. Okay? Okay, and the soap opera? Credit, Remember the TV show when we were little called Erie, Indiana? Yes. Vegas. He was the yes. main character in Erie, Indiana.
0: Oh, okay. okay. That's
2: cool, I didn't notice that. That's so I wonder if that's how he got on board then.
0: Um. When when did Erie Indiana? Yeah,
2: because Erie Indiana was before Hocus Pocus.
1: Okay. Yeah, and that was a Disney property. Erie Indiana was Disney too. So, okay. But They were like, they're like, well, we can't get, we can't get DiCaprio. Get this kid in. here. <laughs> get this yeah, fucking he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll take a quarter of the money, DiCaprio, and take it.
0: <laughs> Which yeah. you know, it's super. The the director who did this, he's like one of Disney's superstars. He also directed Cheetah Girls two. High School Musical, uh, okay. Michael Jackson's This Is It, and The Descendants. Whoa. So, like, his Whoa. whole his whole resume is just Disney shit, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and Newsies, which was also a Disney thing. Newsies, oh, which, yeah. which was one of, like, the first things Christian Bale did.
2: <laughs> I could watch that again. I haven't I'm, seen that for years.
0: I don't News know if I've things. ever watched that. I feel like I did when I was a kid, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't really remember it. so jay jay and ice jay and i dude i love the bullies are so much fun in this
2: (laughs) like i I like i like the intro the the intro to the bullies in the movie you see jay and ice and they're like where are you from And and he's like los angeles and they have like no idea what that means but then like they suddenly know like everything there is to know
0: about California. <laughs> right. Well, like he's, them, oh, yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he, he's like Los yeah, Angeles they're like, and they're like, "What?" And then he's yeah. like, Oh, LA. And they're like, Oh yeah, we know. Okay. LA. Yeah. Yeah, What's up Hollywood? What yeah. is your gross domestic
2: product? Like a
0: 7.5%
2: Anaheim, California is like major export.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't you produce <laughs> 57% <laughs> of the world's avocados? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, They're like a lot smarter. <laughs> <They're pretty cool. laughs> Which, another weird thing about that was like when we first meet him in class and he's having that interaction with Allison, like at first, you almost get the impression that he doesn't even know what Halloween is. Like, he's like, yeah. what? You know, Max, I was like, do they not have Halloween in California? Like, I know, <laughs> right? I was, and, and to be fair, like, his parents
1: are. Cl- affluent like they yeah. like so i'm like yeah.
0: if they were affluent
1: californians then in salem they must be like loaded
0: you know right what I mean? they just so own the like, town yeah
2: so maybe maybe they didn't But their house has a lighthouse on the top of it
0: right like <laughs> yeah, yeah they've got that oh, yeah. yeah it's a yeah.
2: lot money if you have a lighthouse <laughs> on top of your
0: house well but the, so the, yeah well and at first he's acting like he doesn't even know what halloween is and then he goes home and his sister's like are you going to take me trick or treating like you do every year? And it's like, oh, "Okay, well that so they must as it's a it's like, okay, he's acting like he doesn't know what Halloween is, but he obviously right. does, like his, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, granted he's probably full, like chock full of embarrassment from like <laughs> Like rubbing himself on his pillow
0: and calling out Allison's <laughs> name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When his sister catches him, dude, that's one of the funniest thing. Because then when they run in, I, dude, I love this scene when they run into Allison's, uh, Allison Lady at, at the Eyes Wide Shut party. At the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the, the scene directed by Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. At, <laughs> and she's like, but the little girl played by Thora Birch, she's like, oh, yeah. My brother loves yabos. He loves your yabos. And it's like, he calls boobs yabos. It's all about
1: putting him in the worst situation. <laughs> Just meeting that girl for the first time, clearly knowing, clearly knowing what yabos are and being like, he wants to touch your
0: boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also like. It's,
2: you know what, he, you know what the, 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 when she jumps out of the closet and catches him, like for him, for her to know that he likes those, like she must have done this multiple times.
0: <laughs> yeah well and she like she's the biggest uh you know she like she keeps talking about how he's a virgin she's like he's a virgin oh my, yeah my brother's totally a virgin like she's very concerned with very concerned the, about the sexual experience of her brother
1: <laughs> and so like he's in front of him he's like a what a sophomore in high school he's yeah
0: like a senior right i Oh, that's a good no. question. He's in high school somewhere. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure.
2: Well, he can't drive. He doesn't have a driver's license.
0: Okay, so, so maybe th- he's
2: like a freshman in high school.
0: Freshman, sophomore.
2: Because to me,
1: that would make sense. Because then he like, because if he moved between like middle school and high school, then he wouldn't like have friend. You know, what I mean, he wouldn't know anybody. Obviously, he moved, but like, yeah. it also would make sense that like all the social groups and everything would have their own vibe about like how Halloween happens
2: in Salem and blah blah blah. I love Halloween, guys. I think I think it'd be awesome to live in a town that was, like, so hyped up over
0: <laughs> yeah, Salem.
2: Like, seriously, like, I bet you Salem is awesome on Halloween. I bet, like, the whole yeah. city, like, gets involved.
0: No, I'm sure you're right. I love fall. Like, fall's my favorite season. I yeah. love the way it feels. I love the way it smells. I fucking love yeah. fall. And, and yeah, Halloween, too, is is, yeah, a lot of fun. Halloween 3 is even better. <laughs> Season of the Witch. Oh shit. Exactly.
2: Can we talk
1: about my favorite movie? It, yeah. Well, well, my I don't want I don't know if we should talk about that cuz it's also my like headcanon piece. <laughs> uh,
2: <yeah. laughs> I don't
0: I don't know, do you want to bring it up now or do you want to bring it up uh, during the well, head- it, I'll just we just talk about the scene
1: it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and it's when Bette Medler, like, it's when they do their little, like, song and dance number at the adult's dance, Oh, right? yeah, I put, I
0: put a spell on you, yeah. But when she says,
1: dance, dance until you die, and then we never see the parents
0: again yeah. for many
1: hours, and I'm like, how many parents died?
0: That's Oh, yeah. well, That's yeah. funny. Dude, that was like, that that's i've got a couple head cannons. i was considering that was one of them was that like there are multiple geezers I know, like, I know the headcanon
1: i'm gonna go with instead of that one because i was like i want to talk about that one for yeah. sure cause i was
0: like <laughs> yeah yeah you know that yeah cara
2: yeah. yeah. cara my wife is a huge buffy the vampire slayer
0: fan oh yeah um, me, oh secretly, me too yeah
2: yeah we recently found them in syndication i forget what channel it is but but they, they play them in the evening and we've been watching them it's it's like fun and And what I noticed was that like a lot of kids die at the high school, yeah. And then like no one calls the cops, yeah. (laughs) Like like, one dude was like hanging by his neck, dead, and then like they just left the room, (laughs) (laughs)
0: like nothing happened. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I I actually I started watching that with my oldest daughter uh, a month or two ago. Yeah, and it was like. Yeah, I still like
2: it. it's a great. I'm sorry, I'm, I, it sounds like I'm making fun of it, but the rest of, I mean, it's it's fantastic.
0: No, yeah, it's a it's a great show, which is also yeah. worthy of of having a little fun made of it. So yeah, I think it's it cool, was you to, know, yeah. especially considering what,
2: all of what we know about like maybe what those actors were all going through with oh now yeah with, with you know Wheaton and things like that, like for them to be able
1: to pull out that level of like good. You know that still kind of stands the test of time, in a lot of those episodes, some don't. But like that, that's the, the, the it's, it's still pretty pretty fun to watch. You know, yeah, it's yeah. good to know that that.
0: Oh man, yeah. And how man? There was a period of time where you know Whedon did that. He did Firefly. He did Dollhouse, and then he did like the Avengers movie. Like there was a, a Cabin in the Woods. That's one of my favorite movie. Fucking Cabin in the Woods. And um... wasn't there like a spinoff? If
2: I could go back a little bit of Buffy
0: with Angel. Yeah. Yes, Angel. Cool. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so this one, I don't know. I think that might be unheard of, where you do a spin-off while the other show is also running at the same time. I mean, yeah, because it was on.
1: It was on the same time because they had they had crossover seasons. At least that first season, there was yeah. a yeah. private practice. Did that, I
2: guess. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, um,
0: and and all like the DC, like Arrow and the Flash, like they've done it, and all. Also, oh, yeah, yeah, also yeah, I right. know like uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine kind of came out, like, they were kind of running concurrently. Um, Oh, okay. But, uh, so Joss Whedon, he was so huge, and, like, doing all this great stuff for a while, and then it's so unfortunate, you find out all this terrible stuff about him later, and there was a period of time where I was writing for this website that, like, talked about nerd culture and, like, all kinds of nerd shit, and one of the articles I was assigned was, like, in defense of Joss Whedon, right? Like, oh. like confronting yeah. the 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 criticism of him and like talking about the good stuff he had done. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I wrote this article, and now all this stuff has come out about Joss Whedon. I'm like, oh yeah, oh no. Like, I wish I wish I could just erase that article from from the internet. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. But oh. it was it was an assignment I had, so
2: yeah, to complete it, right. I, I, I watched something um last week. And I'll, can I share a tidbit of it? Yeah. Remember when we had Anthony, aka Octopus Caveman on? He mentioned this little uh documentary about the movie The Island of Dr. Moreau.
0: Yeah, 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 can yeah. You see this
2: Chad from like ninety six? It's got Val Ooh. Kilmer and Marlon Brando in
0: it. Yeah. So just so, oh, so just wait. just as as a refresher for you, Chad, and any of our listeners. There was a movie called Island of Dr. Moreau with Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer and the original director, Richard Stanley, he was fired after just a couple weeks for just like not running a tight ship, whatever reason. So when he was fired, he ended up hiding out in the jungle where they were filming this movie. And so he was like, (laughs) just like, yeah, just like eavesdropping, just like creeping on this movie that had been handed over to another director and so that's what Brent's talking about. I haven't seen the documentary, so I'm, I'm interested to uh, to know what you thought of it.
2: That was exactly what I was going to share with you guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <that's... laughs> sorry, I haven't I, seen.
2: I will add to it. I will add to it just a slight bit. That director guy, right? Four yeah. days into the shoot. I mean, they're in the jungle.
0: Yeah.
2: The boy gets fired. He just walks into the jungle, like having like a nervous breakdown. So there's all these um, extras in the show, right? And they're they're the animal/ slash human hybrid people right yeah. well well they're in their they're all in their 20s and they're being put up in like whatever like hyatt version there is like wherever they were <laughs> in this remote jungle right and they're having to party in every night after the shooting having the time of their lives as well they should it must have been amazing right <laughs> this group of this group of extras goes out into the jungle in, in camps and they camp. It's supposed to be a four month shoot. This is like becoming like an eight month shoot now, right? They're oh, like man. six months in. They go camping, and suddenly, out of the blue, this director comes just like crawling out of the jungle, like into their campsite, right? And <laughs> they're like, "Where the hell have you been, man?" And he had been nursing back to health a man with no legs in his <laughs>
0: hut. What? Where did it, where where did he come across a man with no legs?
2: He just was like this man with no legs. He had been like eating his food or whatever, and helping him out around the, around the hut. And just the director, the director goes, the director goes. So everything's still going right with the island movie. And They're like, yeah. And he goes, I want to see the set. Get me to the set, and the the extras are like, okay, we can do that. And they give him a mask. They give him like a pig mask to put on, and like an outfit.
0: <laughs> what? And he
2: starts pretending to be an extra, right? He's eating like the craft service food for lunch. He's participating in all the shit, and and even the, the new director's like, "You're doing a great job. You're very animalistic. I love I love the work that you're doing." And he's even in the actual movie. Like they show it in the documentary. They do a clip of that, and they show him in the background, right?
0: Whoa! Is that is that
2: insane?
0: That's fucking wild, dude that's not I didn't know I didn't because i I have not seen that documentary I've just read about it but but I do know like uh Chad that director Richard Stanley, the guy who's crawling around as a pig, he did not direct another movie until like i think twenty nineteen ish uh Elijah woods company Spectre Vision did he did a a lovecraft movie called Color Out of Space, which was pretty good it's i it's a good movie, and he was supposed to do a trilogy of Lovecraft movies. But then some weird shit like sexual assault allegations or like some other weird yeah. shit came out. And so then he was like – he was done after that. Listeners,
1: and- I'm just slumping it over my seat. <laughs> like basically my <laughs> blood sugar just bottomed out. I'm just gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this guy came back after like 20, de- 20 years, did one movie, and then everyone was like, oh shit, nah, this guy's done. We're Like we're, we're over him, so.
1: <laughs> I, can- I mean we're not talking about that movie, but brando was wild on that set too right like he just went like crazy on that set right it was like like, because that's his last film before he died right so
0: it's might be it's up there yeah
2: and do you remember that outfit that he wore like all the linens and white face paint yeah That wasn't planned like he showed up finally they were like brando's coming brando's coming oh did you hear and everyone's like waiting for him and he arrived like in a jeep just like he arrives in the movie. Like he arrived on set, like in full costume. It was all his own choices, and that's, how, that's what he wanted to wear.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Damn. Yeah. Brand- Val Kilmer,
2: Val Kilmer he, he learned that he was getting a divorce from the television while he was there. <laughs> it was <laughs> that's like terrible. The whole time. Bruce Willis was, was on board to be that character. But he got a divorce before they even started
0: shooting. <laughs> oh, shit. And so he
2: couldn't he was like, I I need to handle
0: this stuff. I can't. Do oh, this. this makes me want to go back. You know what we've got to do the island of Dr. Moreau on this show. Yep. That that movie is so fucked up. And just the history behind it.
2: And then Bette Midler, man, she demanded
0: so much <laughs> shit that you wouldn't believe the yeah. only reason that
1: the three witches look the way they are is because bet showed up dressed like that yeah <laughs> bet showed up and said i will
2: have buck tea yeah and they just yeah. had her roll or i
0: that. won't do it <laughs> you know when
2: big gets run over by the car yeah Bette Midler had just stomped on it <laughs> and they
0: kept it in <laughs> she was like yeah raise that cat from the dead
1: and when that cat reinflates, that's a real cat that they reinflate. Yeah,
0: they, like, actually...
2: I laughed so hard they just <laughs> <laughs> they showed the cat dead. I
0: don't yeah,
2: know why. <laughs> just because I thought that the little girl was seeing it
0: all. He <laughs> <laughs> traumatized. <Just> so... <laughs> so sad. I, and it's it's exactly like all three witches. So the sequel that's coming out uh, later this week on Disney Plus, the three witches are coming back. All the actresses and Doug Jones is also coming back as Billy Butcherson. Oh and uh nice. so yeah i'm interested to see what they do what they do with the sequel
2: because at the end billy butcherson just sort of like yawns dramatically and like crawls falls back asleep in a hole.
0: he crawls back in his grave yeah
1: you don't even bury him which i was like wait does he die again
0: <laughs> no he's just going to sleep just a long nap
1: hole. but but he wasn't but but he wasn't asleep before. She brought him back from the dead. So I'm like, <laughs> that, so now he's just gonna pretend to sleep down there. Like that's what I do That's... Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the thing. There are a cool. lot of uh, yeah odd questions going on here. But
2: <laughs> yeah, he just he just now works for Allison's parents mowing the lawn.
0: <laughs> they're like yeah but they're all grown now they're like tired of him hanging around they're like god damn it billy like i got a family now i'm fucking 40 years old you know i don't yeah. i don't need this zombie mowing my lawn <laughs> like, well is there is there anything else about this movie you guys wanted to talk about or sh- uh before we dive uh dive into head cannons uh
1: the um we already talked about the the eyes wide shut party which is also such a weird <laughs> that's a, a, such a weird thing but yeah. like i one of the things that i also think is also really weird is like whenever at the end when she's or near the end of the movie when she's like singing and like all the kids are like tromping toward that little cabin or whatever right yeah. like some kids are like in old old timey like nightgowns and stuff but i was like What's happening in Salem in the nineties? Like it's so such a weird such a weird moment. Because like some kids are in their costumes
0: still from trick-or-treating. Right.
2: But
1: like it's also like four
0: o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so like these kids are just coming out and like Charles yeah. Charles Dickens nightgowns. <laughs> like,
2: yes. It's like what yes. you would expect to happen in like Portland or something. You know? <laughs> like Fred Armiston's gonna make like Salamdia or something like that. <laughs>
0: Well, and I love that, that Max's costume, he's like, oh, I'm a rap singer, which it's such like an early 90s, like, oh, yeah, my Halloween costume is a rap singer. A rap <laughs> yeah. singer. Rap singer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Next week, we're covering the 1989 Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs. So make sure to check that out. And as always, you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon on Instagram. At headcanon pod on Twitter at horror movie pod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash Horror movie pod. Well, do you guys have a headcanon you want to dive into, or I can go first? Doesn't matter to me. I, I do. You do? Okay, okay I Chad, do. I want to hear yours. What's your headcanon?
1: So, there's a moment that the three witches go in and they're talking to satan in their house yes
0: with with three
1: and three little girls take their brooms and fly away yeah never see them again
0: (laughs) oh yeah that's a good point
1: in my head canon they like go off and like start like they could have their own spinoff film where we learn about what these like three little magical girls do (laughs) or there's a really terrible tragedy where like at the end of the movie everybody's okay except those three little girls
0: are still missing (laughs) they were just found in the middle of a highway i don't think they ever come back down they fly away and that's it and it was perfect but i was like um where did they go (laughs) yeah no that's a good question yeah i think you're right they either died or they became witches those are the options
2: but it was the 90s. There was no Amber Alert.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> they just disappeared. No, there was like signs on a Walmart wall. That's
0: it. Yeah. Pictures <laughs> on milk cartons.
1: Which is right. Do you remember that, do you, do you remember that like, like with the, with that like late 90s Walmart wall? Like, oh, yeah. You were like, walk, you walk in the store and there's just all those missing kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and my brain just was like, just like, like that. that's so weird. Now as an adult, I was like, those are real people that are no longer with, like they are gone. <laughs>
2: They were, they were like papers. out of this country somewhere. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> the papers were curled and yellowed from just like old people smoking cigarettes, yes. blowing it on the, the missing children. So yeah. terrible.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, what about you, Brant? What's your uh, what's your head cannon?
2: Okay, I thought about at the very end. Um, uh, I forget the kids, the original kid's
0: name, but uh, is it Bixby? Is the cat Binks? Binks. Oh, Binx. Yeah. Sorry, Binks. Binks yeah, um, Binks becomes alive. Zachary again. Binks. Zachary Binks. Binks yeah.
2: Thackeray? Yeah. So, so Binks Binks becomes alive again, and and, and Thackeray Thackeray's uh, he he's, he's around in like a ghost form, right? Well, he doesn't just leave. He doesn't leave right away. He ends up stealing Allison away from Max. <laughs>
0: and
2: then he gets her pregnant after prom. <laughs> oh
0: Jesus. Oh, no.
2: I just, they they have have go- do they have, like, a ghost baby? <laughs> yeah, I do you?
0: A ghost cat. <laughs> it just comes out as a kitten. That's awesome. She has a litter of kittens. I love it, and I hate it. Yeah, me too, <laughs> Shit. All right, well. A litter a litter of kittens.
2: <laughs> but he's a human I boy. this is, this is the for- it's because- it's becoming Salem of Doctor Moreau right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then Max just runs off into the jungle. He just like right. he runs off to the woods. <laughs> yeah. Take care of a man
1: with no legs.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my my head is that. Uh, remember when the kids go and they ask the cop for help, and he's like. He's, oh, yeah, i up with that. Yeah, and he's like, you're going to – I take care of the community. You're going to fuck with me like this? Like, get out of here. And he, like, sends the kids on, right? And then the woman comes out of the store and he reveals – he's like, eh, some kids I thought I was a real cop, whatever, right? So my headcanon is that he keeps doing shit like that and he eventually gets arrested. And so that man ends up getting charged with a felony for impersonating an officer of the law, so –
2: and possibly the kidnapping and murder of
0: three children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my headcanon is that that man gets charged with a felony. So.
1: I also would love to see the headcanon of the realtor that has to sell that house with that giant gaping hole in the lighthouse at the top, because it like, it gets blown open when they steal the little girl. Yeah, it
0: does. Yeah.
1: That's never, it's never addressed. The no. damage, the, the sheer damage done all over the town, never addressed in any capacity. So no. like, was it, I don't, i think the show actually i don't remember if it ever came out or not but wasn't there like a marvel fixers kind of thing that was supposed to come out where it was a group of people that were supposed to like clean up marvel superhero messes yeah i don't even remember if the show
0: ever made a debut no it was it Uh, was it was marvel it was damage control and they were going i don't know if they actually filmed a pilot but they were they wanted to do a sitcom about Marvel's damage control. But since then they've just tied it into the movies where it's it's Tony Stark's uh damage control, like Department of Damage Control. It's in Spider-Man Homecoming when the people come Michael Keaton has that job and the government comes in and they're like, we're taking this over, right? That's the Department of Damage Control. So but yeah, no you're right. They were they were going to do like a comedic sitcom about it, but it, it got scrapped. Though. I would love, I would love them to do
1: a animated
0: that, yeah. like what they're doing with, um, oh, what's the star, the Star Trek one that's like the people, like it's like all the red shirts that are like
1: underneath the, like yeah, like
0: that would be so good. because yeah. it's just
1: like you're just dealing with all the other things that happen above you. You
0: never meet any of those characters. Yeah, the you know low, lower with. decks or whatever. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think. I, 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 do you either of you watch She-Hulk at all? The new She-Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thoroughly okay, enjoying so that, it. Yeah,
1: it has that vibe to it of just like, <laughs> here's some zany shit that happened when <laughs> Doctor Strange opened a hole in the world. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, It has that vibe. I, I,
1: I wish that we would have got to have it. Okay. I'm kind of reading like about a right Downton now. Abbey, like... a Downton Abbey kind of thing with like the Stark residence. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so remember when Marvel TV was its own thing and yeah. it got like pulled into like the Disney merger and all that stuff. That's when, that's when we lost it and never even came to air. Yeah.
0: Because no, I, like... yeah. Cause that's cause they, cause yeah, they were separate and that's when they had agents of shield and, you know, cloak mm-hmm. and dagger and all that stuff. But, um, but I'm also looking forward to, apparently they just had a showing of Marvel's werewolf by night, which is like a one time, like special presentation they're doing. I think it comes out October 7th, maybe. Um, but it's, it's, it's Marvel's Werewolf by Night, which is a, a Marvel character. And it's, it looks like a, it's a black and white and it looks like an old universal classic monsters movie. And it's, dude, it looks so good. And everything I'm hearing from, cause they did a at fantastic fest was this past weekend and they did a special surprise showing of Werewolf by Night and everybody's fucking losing their shit saying how good this thing is. So I'm, I'm, I'm really oh, looking forward awesome. to, I'm really looking forward to Werewolf by Night. But, uh, cool. Well, uh, gentlemen, is there anything else you want to talk about with this movie or Chad? Uh, otherwise this is the, the, the spot where we kind of want you to plug your shit, point people toward your Twitch. Where can people find you and check you out?
1: Before I do that, I just want to say, I, I am, I am afraid of this sequel coming out that they will over, they will like overly try to indulge us with, with, uh, like uh, former thoughts and feelings about things but they're going to also try to put like a modern like gen z spin into it that i'm just going to be like this is awful
0: yeah. like you know what i mean like, <laughs> that, like like
1: fuller house like
0: you know what right. i mean it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. does not have the same magic in 2022 <laughs> why don't, yeah sex in the city Two. sex in the, yeah, yeah with sarah like, jessica I'm parker so, yeah I'm just a little worried because i've seen a couple
1: of previews like i saw a preview where they're like playing around with anti-aging stuff in a Walgreens, like drinking and eating pot- like lotions and stuff like that. I was like, <laughs> You're
2: drinking it, yeah.
1: I was like, I don't know if that's funny to me now. That might have been funny to me as a kid, but I don't know if I'm if adult adult me thinks that's funny. Like, yeah. Am I going to not like it? So I'm a little <laughs> nervous about
0: it. Yeah, well, maybe maybe even if we don't like it, it'll be for the kids, right? So, yes, uh, yes. But yes, I, yes. I do know the director, she directed uh, 27 Dresses and The Proposal. I do, I do know that about it, and I do, I also know that there are people from RuPaul's Drag Race, apparently they're doing, at some point in the movie there are drag versions of the Sanderson sisters played by people from RuPaul's Drag Race, so I don't, I don't know how that's gonna fit into the movie, but that's about all I know of the movie at this point.
1: I hope, I hope that they think they're drag queens, like, I hope that they're just like, they're like... I hope there's some sort of like lip sync or something.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I think like yeah. just
1: really lean into it.
0: Yeah. I feel I like you'd be I good. You were, I thought you meant that like you, you, you want to make sure that
2: the sisters like knew that they were drag queens. And, <laughs> and because They're,
1: <laughs> they're going to learn. You're going to learn today.
2: So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, where can people, where can people find you, Chad? Point people to sure. yourself.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you can find me. Um, performing improv here in Indianapolis. If you're in the Indianapolis area, perform with comedy sports still. I perform out at Red Curb Comedy out in Avon. You can also find me at uh, Game Show Battle Rooms. If you want to come book a private game show event, Um, I'd love to host that for you. And then in my spare spare time when I'm not uh, working my day job, um, I um, am still streaming on Twitch. So I'm a variety charity streamer. Uh, very, very pro gay, very pro acceptance, very pro pronoun um, space that I, I love to welcome people to. If you like to watch people play games, um, like that aren't particularly good at them, but they're pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I think they're pretty funny anyway. Like fairly engaging, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. I, I am I'm home for a week, and then actually TwitchCon is is next week, or they like the first weekend of October, like the. Um, the like sixth seventh eighth ninth and okay um i they had this oh they were asking for pitches for um, panels and i submitted a an improv for streamers panel that they were they accepted so i actually am gonna get to present at TwitchCon, which is gonna be really cool nice
0: so, that's awesome
1: yeah so i'm gonna like run like an improv workshop for like streamers and viewers um hopefully for like 200 people but like it's oh, just yeah. a really cool opportunity to be like My name, like my name, is on the list of like people like (laughs) talking, which is really neat. So
0: yeah, awesome.
1: (laughs) That's exciting. I love that. Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, pretty stoked about it. So and nervous, but like in a good way. So
0: yeah, Yeah. awesome, cool. Well, Chad, thank you again for for uh, joining us, talking about hocus pocus, and thank you everyone at home for listening. And this has been Head Cannon.